Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I go, hey, um, sir, my trailer's missing, but my gate's locked. And he says, uh, well, that thing's might possibly halfway to Texas now. And I'm like, what, what, what kind of answer is that? This is the plate of Stephen Graham. He says he rented a stall in the defendant's storage facility and parked his trailer there. And when he went to retrieve the trailer one day, it was gone. The defendant rented his stall out to someone else. His trailer was stolen, and he has no idea how the defendant doesn't think he's responsible for reimbursing him. The $4,326.14. He's out. This is the defendant, LaTanya Craig-Reed. She says there was a break-in at the facility while it was closed, and the plaintiff's property was one of the things stolen. Nothing she did was negligent. The cops caught the thief, and she clearly states in the agreement she's not responsible for theft, so she owes nothing. She's accused of not keeping things locked up tight. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see it? Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. Stephen Graham, you are suing RV Storage Incorporated, which is represented here today by the operations manager, LaTanya Craig-Reed? Yes, ma'am. Okay. For $4,326.14 that you say they owe you because they were storing your trailer and it got stolen. Tell me what happened. Um, yes, um, I... I um start renting this particular stall from them back in September of 2017. And it's a single stall storage. It, uh, I guess it's about 20 feet wide, 40 feet long. And uh, I parked my car carrier slash um, hauler there. And that's the only Is thing in the yard. Is it this kind of thing that I'm seeing in this picture? It's a 22-footer. Uh, okay. Um, wow, that's big. All right, and um, so you're parking it in that stall for how long? For how um, long? Since, since September of 2017. Okay, and you're paying how much a month? Uh, $90 a month. Okay, yeah. and did you sign anything um, when you rented the place? Yeah. Who's the fellow yeah, next to you? 
That's uh, John Warren, my nephew. Okay, watch and learn, nephew. You see how he has everything in a little folder so I don't have to stand here for 10 minutes getting angry that he can't find what it, okay. <laughs> All right. So um, on December the 27th of 2017, um, I, I believe it was between 6.30 and 7 a.m. in the morning. I went to retrieve my trailer for work that day, and it wasn't there. Now, the gate was locked. It was my chain, but it wasn't my lock. Hmm. So um, I immediately, I, I kind of lost it. I just start running around the yard, driving around, kind of, well, maybe maybe somebody pulled it out or, or is just sitting somewhere else. And I ran into uh, Mr. Hammond, Carl Hammond. Who's the owner? Who's the owner? He was sitting in a truck out there. And uh, I go, hey, um, sir, my trailer's missing, but my gate's locked. And he says, uh, well, that thing's might possibly halfway to Texas now. And I'm like, what, what, what kind of answer is that? <laughs> so one. he says, call the cops. Okay. So I, I, I ran home to get my files because I do keep files pretty good, you know. And then I returned to the uh, yard. And then? And then uh, um, I went did into the Did you call the, the police? Yeah, I, went, I have the police report. And what, what did, the, let me see the police report. Okay. It's a police report from that day? Yes, yes, which took hours, but yes, this is police report. So then what happens? Did you have insurance on this thing? No, I, I didn't have any insurance on it. Um, as a matter of fact, I know I signed that contract, but the day that I got that stall, um, I didn't get the contract with, I just got the, the receipt for the deposit and another piece of paper. And, but well, the I, day I had your to go signature back. goes on the contract, do you read what you signed? Yeah, I, I know. Are I was, you just I good was... about keeping records, not reading them? <laughs> I, well, at the time when when I uh, got the stall and also the storage area, uh, I had some friends that sent construction and uh, carpenters, and I was I was happy to get rid of a stuff right. around my house. You got something around your house at a reasonable price. Right. And why did you get it at a reasonable price? Take it away, right. Latanya. Right. Uh, why he got it at a reasonable price. Right. Do you guys provide insurance? We do not provide insurance. In fact, it's right in the contract. It is uh, in several parts of the contract, right. actually. Over and over. Yes. That well, you need suggest... to get your own insurance because yes, we do not secure your stuff. You're just renting the space. We are not responsible. You hold us harmless for any. You indemnify us from whatever and yes, blah, 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 blah. All lawyered up. <laughs> lawyered up tight like a drunk. What happened? Uh, initially, and, and Mr. Graham is correct, when he first made a report, he made uh, more than one report. He made a report on the 27th. And at that time, he did not mention that the lock was not his. So our the entire facility, and we did not know at 7.30 in the morning when Mr. Graham came in that the entire facility had been broken into. Uh, there were several things that were taken, not just Mr. Graham's uh, was broken into, but probably about six other units. Everything. In fact, they used Mr. Graham's truck. According to the video you guys saw, you, don't, you didn't bring me the video, did you? We did not, no. Okay. I have Before a video. Over, but, Do you have yeah. it? I have video. Can I see it? It will be this one here. And my trailer is a little bit different because it has about 40 or 50 lights on it. It lights up like a Christmas tree at night. can see my trailer as well. Oh, yeah. Over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever catch a thief? 
They did, uh, uh, due to the supplemental reports. Well, actually, what ended up happening is that the thief stole some personal information from another occupant. Oh, good And Lord. they were caught with that personal information. Police asked, hey, where'd you get this? Where'd this come from? And who, and they were who was a thief? It was somebody who was actually renting from your place? It was actually an employee of a former rental, a former renter. Employee of a former renter. Okay, yeah. go on. Yeah, so the they, due to the reports from everyone, they ended up catching the person and supplementing it, knowing that the items had come from RV storage, and they were able to um What happened to the it. guy? Uh, he went to jail. As far as the last okay. that we know, he was in jail. He was incarcerated. Where? In California, in California. Oh, elsewhere. Yes. Oh, your trailer did, was halfway to Texas. It was, it was right. Wow, yeah. and so did anybody ever give that information to the people who were victims of theft there? Um. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mr. Graham did not receive that information. Why wouldn't you guys send it to him? Uh, did, did you bring the police reports of the follow-up of how the guy got arrested? Um, the supplemental report, which is not nothing, it's addressed to uh, RV storage because RV storage. No, but how did you find out the guy got arrested? Oh, That's... The, the LAPD called us, and yes, they we called have, you. They called us, and I, they it said, would "Hey." It seemed to me like the least you could do is call your customers who were the victims of the theft and, and forward the phone number for the LAPD who called you. At the time, uh, we I believe that Mr. Graham had all the information that I had. He had seen Except for that then you got new information, right, Latanya? Well, you got new information and then you didn't share it with him. Why? Because he was rude to you back in January and... Continually, if if you want an honest answer, I do. I, I virtually not, insist upon it when I place people I did not want to approach Mr. Graham. I did not want to approach Mr. Graham anymore. I did not want to come in contact with Mr. Graham anymore because he completely bombarded me. Hey, you guys did this. You guys did that to a point that it was. I felt. I'm. I get nervous now thinking about it. I thought that he was going to hit me. He's standing over my desk. He's shouting. He's fell in his arms. Where's your husband? You did this. Oh, where's that big in. guy? He, he was walks there. In. He walks in. He walks in, and he he. I'm visibly upset. I'm shaking, and he continues to ask me, "Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm fine because I know, as soon as I tell him I'm not okay, then this becomes a, a even worse situation. So. I choose not to engage with Mr. Graham, even right. now. Well, I even still think that still... as a professional, you guys owed it to all of your victims to, to at least tell them, hey, here's the name and number of the, the guy got arrested. Maybe you can recover your stuff. And I think you should do that now. Even if you haven't done it up to now, you should do that now. That's the right thing to do. You're right. You don't need to engage. You just need to mail them something that has the information. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. So is it legal um, for a company to say, even if we screw up, we're not responsible for losing your stuff. I think so. You're on their property, so they should be responsible for your stuff. But the question is, can they actually say we're not in a contract that you sign? What do you think? I think they can absolutely say that they're not liable for it, which is how they get away with, you know. So they screw. So, so they don't lock up a facility, say, and somebody comes in and steals all your stuff. If you sign that contract, tough luck. I think that's void as against public policy. Do you? I <laughs> Well, those are words. No, no, those are words of a lawyer. I know this. You're a lawyer. I am. Yes. See, see, going inside the courtroom. What am I gonna do for you? Okay. Exactly what well, can well, I do for you well, that you didn't do for yourself when you signed this contract that says under no circumstances will I sue you if I have a loss because I agree that I'm gonna buy my own insurance. What can I do for you? Well, well, Your Honor, I can accept the fact of their policy. That wasn't the problem. The problem was, is that the lock that was on my gate was not my lock. You know, that's that not day, on the report on the 27th. Do you have a report for the second? So who? On January 2nd, when you came back, was there a second report? 
Well, no, I just no? left a message with them on the 31st because on the 31st. That wasn't my question. Do you have a second police report is my question. No, okay. I don't. They couldn't give me any information. She says she's not allowed to give me any information no, or not no, allowed no, no. to get stop, involved. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. I'm looking for a report where it says someone else's lock is on here because your testimony is, yes, yeah, someone else's lock is on there after January 1st no, because no, it's no. empty and we, we rented it. No. And your testimony is someone else's lock. Yeah. You have a video taken what day? The 31st of December. But the lock that was on the gate. The gate was Do locked. Do you have a video uh, uh, of somebody else already in there on the yes. 31st? Oh, yes. let's see that. Did you guys re-rent it as of the 31st? A, a renter that 27? was already renting was to take residence on the first. So it's a person who's already renting with us, came by, yeah, hey, yeah, I yeah. need but this. But did you rent it while he... You, we did The not. indignity we, yes. of him paying for the month of December. Yes. Did you guys actually re-rent it once his thing was still, hey, he doesn't need his thing still, it, and not refund him any money for December? Okay, so even if we go with Mr. Graham's statement that it was rented on the 31st, which it wasn't, the person did come in on the 27th. We called Mr. Graham and asked him again, I did. Mr. Graham, are you sure you want to give up the space? He says, yes, I don't want to, I don't have the trailer. His exact words were, why do I need it? I don't have the trailer anymore. Okay. So the contract- You called him on what day and had that- the, It was either the 27th or the 28th, right before New Year's Day, before the office was going to close for New Year's. So it was 27th, maybe the 28th or the 29th. So yeah. did you offer to return the month of December? I offered to return the days that he felt that was slighted, but I would have been more than happy to return the entire month of December and yeah. any time that he needed to find another place to rent, which is what we did with the other claimants. Some people did leave us. You know, occupants did leave. It wasn't safe. I'd leave we, we I would leave it just them. because I would be worried that there, it was so easy to hit you that time that I'd be uh, worried they'd eat, hit you easily the next time. And so yeah. what we offered other people were a, a wave in rent while you find some place. Well, she's already, okay, you, you don't, you supposedly we rented it as of the first, but yes. you let the guy in after I the- I did not let anyone in. I don't know what Your Honor, which, that No, I didn't let anyone Hold in. Hold on, ma'am, one sec, please. In the morning, this is where my trailer was stolen. They got a lock on my gate. This is not my lock. This is the yard, my yard. And they done move people in my yard. So that lock that was on here the other day when my trailer came up missing, um, I never did really check the lock. Uh, but yet, so whoever still. Off, still what? That's you saying you didn't check the <laughs> right. lock back then. It, it, <laughs> Just it, stop. It doesn't matter. You're dead. You're dead because of the contract you signed. They took such care to be very clear with you. Buy your own insurance. Don't come to us and sue us for anything because we're making you hold us. You uh, blameless on this and indemnified. All that's in your contract. You know that. So how is it that you come and sue and put it before me and expect me to ignore what you didn't ignore? That's the contract and the deal you struck. Now, I think it would be appropriate to return the man's, at a minimum, the unused days uh, of $11.16. <laughs> it might be even more appropriate in a gesture of goodwill to return the month of December, because it was a very unhappy month. What would you like to do, LaTanya? I think that we will reimburse Mr. Graham for okay. his- Okay, $90 December. for Mr. Graham. It's not what you were looking for, but a lot of it was principal, wasn't well, it? Yeah, it All right, was. good luck, guys. Take Thank care. You. All right, both sides, hold on. 
Well, the plaintiff failed uh, in his effort to get $4,300 here. Mr. Graham, I'm intrigued to know why you filed the lawsuit knowing up front that they weren't responsible. Well, it's, uh, it was kind of shady with the lock, and it wasn't my lock on the chain. So, but I'm okay with the ruling. You know, I learned something, and I'm here. And yeah, you I'm, I'm okay. It's, it's all good. Well, maybe maybe someday you'll find a trailer. Think maybe, it's possible? Maybe in Texas. Yeah, okay. He, he well, said. hey, yeah. good luck. All right, thank Sorry you. Sorry about what happened to you. All right, thank you very much. That way. Oh, you, <laughs> you needed a selfie. Come here. Miss Craig Reed, do, do you guys, you know, have incidents like this very often? No, we have, and our facility has been open for a little over three years, and this is the very first time that this has happened, especially on this type of scale. Never and are. is this the kind of thing that happens a lot in the industry, do you know, or not? I, don't, I have no idea, you but not, not with us. Okay. Not with us. Right. Not with RV storage. Right. So anyway, out of the goodness of your heart, you're going to give him his month's rental back. At 90 least. bucks. Yes. Good for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Very good. Okay, Harvey, what you think? Okay, Doug, here's the deal. If you sign a contract like that where the company is limiting its liability, fact is, they're enforceable contracts, even if they're negligent. So you gotta think about this and look for that clause that says liability limitation before you decide to put your stuff in their hands. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Teambe Richardson. She says she's known the defendant for about 10 years, so she thought she could trust her. Big mistake, because she rented a car for her in her time of need, and she's now being stiffed on money the defendant owes her. She returned the rental with dents on the roof and doors. She's now on the hook to pay for the $717.47 in damages the defendant caused to the car, and is suing her one-time friend for just that in this court today. This is the defendant, Rebecca Datami. She says there were no damages to the car when she dropped it off, and the car rental place was trying to rip her off. She cleaned the entire car before bringing it back. The rental company didn't claim any damages for a whole week after they had it, and the lazy plaintiff refuses to challenge the rental company. That's on her. She's accused of renting and wrecking. All parties. 
Please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the dock of the plaintiff rented a car from the defendant who really needed it. Uh, the defendant messed up the car and now the plaintiff gets docked and the defendant won't pay. But the defendant says there wasn't any damage. It's the case of you and the rental or a little dinghy. Thank you, Douglas. Ms. Richardson, you're suing your, I guess, former friend, Ms. Tommy, for $717 that you say she owes you in damage to a rental car as well as Easy Pass tickets that she received on a car that you rented on her behalf. Tell me what happened. Yes, um, so I rented my former friend a rental car because she really needed it to get around to go and try to find um, a new personal vehicle as, as well as other personal things with her daughter for back and forth to school and whatever else Why she needed to do for that week. Car? I don't have a bank account. I pay everything in cash. Okay, and there was no one you could borrow a car from or would loan it to you? No. Okay, so you, Rented her the car, and what happened? Um, so I rented her the car, and then um, it was for about a week. And then when I went to, um, well, then she went to return the vehicle because I was unavailable to meet her at the rental car place. How are you going to return the vehicle when the vehicle's not in your name? How is that going to go down? You were just going to pretend to be her? Or? No, she was supposed to meet me at the rental place to return the vehicle. Okay. She overslept. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, so you return the vehicle. How do you return it? You just hand them the keys and walk off? Yes. Yeah. Right. As opposed to what, though? Would you have to, like, did you hand them the keys or did you just park the car there and run? I'm not sure I, what you did. You don't really have to be, you don't really Around. have to check out You just with hand them. it back. All yeah. right. And then when you hand it back, um, according to you, the rental car uh, enterprise has said that it's been damaged. Yes, they started calling me maybe about an hour or two later, give or take. They've been they started calling me, um, telling me that they inspected the vehicle upon return and it's been damaged. So they called you the same day. Yes. All right. Do you call her the same day? I did. And what happens? Um, she just kept saying, "Well, there was no damage. She inspected it. She went to clean the car out before she brought it back. She looked around the car. She washed so the did car. Enterprise there was nothing." Send, do you have a, a copy of the rental agreement? I don't have a copy of the rental agreement. Do you have a copy of the rental agreement? No. The rental agreement that you're suing on and you're being sued on, nobody has a copy of it? No, I mean, no. I mean, I have a copy of the damage, like all the damage receipts and stuff that they sent. Do you have pictures me. of the damage? I do. I have. Okay, show me pictures, me. anything you have from Enterprise regarding the damage that you're suing on. Okay. Where did you have this car? Um, where did I have it? Yeah, what'd you do with it for how long did you have it? Okay, so I needed a car. I was looking into buying my own vehicle, but I was looking at- No, how long did you have it was my question. Seven days. Seven days, and where did you go with it? Uh, I went, uh, I dropped my daughter to and from school, and I went to look at different vehicles um, in surrounding cities from where I live in Boston. Well, were you able to find a car? Yes. So it was a fruitful week. Now. Although these pictures are hard to see, it is very evident that, that Enterprise is going after her for what they perceive to be the damage to the car. Um, she never had the car, but you pick it up and then what? She gets it when? Um, she was there with me when I picked up the car. Right, so you know that- And she that, took it from- Okay, so Enterprise. I don't know how carefully anybody looked at the car or didn't, but if you're there, and this problem is arising. Whose problem is it? Why would it ever be her problem? As I said, I needed a vehicle to get around and purchase my own personal vehicle. I had two friends that were willing both to rent a car for me because as I stated prior, I don't have a bank account and I pay everything in cash. Um, it's not that I begged Tiambe no to rent the car No one cares, that has nothing to do with the case. 
So what I'm trying to figure out is if this problem has arisen, why isn't it your problem when the rental was for your benefit and you're the only person who drove it? The reason why it's not my problem is because originally the rental was supposed to cost me only $259 for the week. I was informed that I needed to pay the $259, but that Enterprise was going to put an additional hold on her bank account for $250. So at the beginning, I agreed to pay her $510 for the rental. To cover the rental to and cover the $250 the hold. And the hold. Okay. And that after I returned the rental, I would get my $250 back. Yeah, if nothing was wrong with the car. Yes. So what ends up happening is... The 259 was the cost of the car, and then they kept the 250 because of the damage? Yes, but I know for a fact that I didn't damage this vehicle. I tell her at this point, I feel as though Enterprise sees that I'm not you and I've returned the vehicle. So they are trying to... How do they know that? Well, when Tiambe overslept, I had been calling her and I was actually parked across from the rental place because the car was to be returned at 10 a.m. I had arrived there like around 9.30, 9.45. At 10.15, I didn't know what to do because I didn't want to return it. It wasn't in my name, but I didn't want her, them to charge her bank account another day. At 10.15, I finally get a hold of her. She says she's overslept. She tells me to drive the car across the street to the rental area and drop the keys in a drop box that's okay. located outside of the building. Okay. I don't see any drop box outside. So I go in and I see the enterprise representative and he says, hello, can I help you? And I say, yes, I just need to return this vehicle. And he goes, okay, let me get your information so that I can get you checked out. Now I'm, so you gave them their your No, answer. I'm obviously not Tianbei Richardson. So I just said, I'm sorry, I have to go to work. And I left the keys. So how do they know that you... Every, when you rent a car, everything okay, so, on the car So your the theory key. is that Enterprise Rent-A-Car cares enough. The employees of Enterprise Rent-A-Car <laughs> care enough to make money for Enterprise, not for themselves, but for Enterprise, that they looked at her picture, looked at yours, you're obviously not the same person, mm -hmm. and then they made up damages. Honestly, I mean, that's kind of far-fetched. They're not putting that money in their pockets, I know that though, honey. That, that would be to enrich enterprise further. Ma'am, I know that it's a little far-fetched. It's judge, not ma'am. But Honor. it's okay. So why don't you have a bank account? Um, I don't have a bank account because... You have creditors chasing you? Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, so because if there's money parked in the bank account, you'd have to pay back those debts. All right. Now, was there insurance on the car? No, there was not, Your Honor because it would have costed her more money. She didn't have it, supposedly, so. Are you kidding me? Mistake on my behalf, I didn't do it because I thought that by not putting the insurance, it would, it would, it was gonna cost her more money. So I didn't put so the insurance for, on the vehicle. So to save $7 a day, we're in this mess? She claimed she couldn't afford it. So Absolutely that's why I didn't not. put it why on Why would there. you want somebody driving? What if she had totaled the car I and killed have. several people? Who do you think is gonna be having a myself. problem at that point? Myself, I just. Right, so why would you skip on the $7 insurance? Right? Seems kind right. of ridiculous at this point. It was point. actually more than that. It was like $15 or something like that Okay, a day. so here's what I need. I know you do agree that there was a $250 
uh, deposit that got taken by... They did, and I do have the proof. Do you have proof that they took the money out of your bank account? I mean, no, I didn't bring any bank statements or okay, anything sweetheart, like that. Sweetheart, how do you I think you're going to win this case if you bring nothing? How does that happen? And you're suing because they've taken money from you. I'd like to see that they took the money from you. Court's in recess. We're going to give you a computer, and you're going to get your act together. That's how we're going to do it. All right. All I need to see is the proof that they took your money, and it's her problem. You're right. But I need it to is. see the proof that they took your money. You have, you have a problem with that? I, I'm not talking about no, them no, taking my money. No, no, do you have a problem with that? Well, no, but I'm not okay, the one good. disputing the fact that they took money. She is, not myself. She's Thank the one that guys. has to prove that. I don't. So the plaintiff rents the car for the defendant and the plaintiff's getting dinged. The defendant says take it up with a rental company. Does the defendant have to pay the plaintiff back? Whoever rented the car is the person who's responsible. Uh, okay, and I know th that's absolutely true, but does the plaintiff have a right to say to the defendant, you give me that money now? I think legally, unless there's something in writing or she took photos or there's proof of any sort, it sucks for the plaintiff, probably not. Really? Huh, I'm really surprised you guys said that, going inside the courtroom. Okay, so Ms. Richardson? Yes. Gonna be a little more polite to me now, since apparently you were able to find out some stuff about your own case yeah. during the recess. I just didn't know I was supposed Maybe to bring like, all that. Maybe like I apologize, okay. Judge Milian, for having a sassy attitude when you were. <laughs> ah, why doesn't she prove what's in and out of my bank account? You gave it to me first. Okay, yeah, but I can because I'm wearing this. See, she can't prove what's in your bank account. Only you can. She right. can't have access to your bank account. But you've also, I also ordered that you speak directly to Enterprise. And what is it that you found out? Um, so I, the total amount of the damages was 917. That's right. Um, it wasn't 667. They've yeah. already kept the 250 and you did give 250. Okay. Yeah. But they've already kept that. The total amount of the damages are 900 and something dollars. Yep. So and you know, maybe you're right. Maybe they just decided, Hmm, I don't like what these two are up to. And you know, I, I don't know, but see, I don't think an employee cares that much to enrich their major corporation employer, you know? So I don't know. Now you are also suing for $50 in Easy Pass tickets. Yeah. What happened? She got tickets during the, the time that she had the car? Yes. Do you have proof of that? I gave it to you already in the original documents. Okay. Okay, this is a ticket obtained on February 3rd. And this is another ticket. No, this is the same ticket. When I contacted them, they said it was one way there and one way back. It's the same exact time and the same exact invoice, so these are copies of each other. So I'm also finding in your favor, in addition to the $667.47 and the amount of $24.40 in Easy Pass toll charges. So I'm finding in your favor in the amount of $691.87, which is the damage to the rental that you still owe, plus $24.40 in the Easy Passes. Thank you. So the plaintiff has proved her case. Mr. Tommy, this was not a great day. What do you think about what just happened? Um, I understand the judgment, but I also am frustrated because I would have never opted to get a rental car with no insurance. I would have gladly paid the fee, whether it was $7 a day, $15 a day, or $20 a day. You didn't know there was no insurance. I didn't know there was no insurance until just now in the courtroom. And you know, you could have gotten in really big trouble and you had an accident or something. Yes, I would have never accepted the vehicle if I knew there was no insurance on the rental. I guess his friendship is kaput, am I right? Yeah, it's about done. About done, all right. Hope you've learned something from all of this. Yes. Thank you very much, okay? All right, Ms. Richardson. How are you? You know, you're really nice to do this, but I, it didn't turn out too well, did it? 
for her. I mean, the friendship between you. It's. I mean, you won't do that she again. She tried to screw me on a car, so it's her fault. Yeah. Think you'll do this for a friend again in the future? Um, I don't do this, and no, I'm not going to do this again. I was trying to be helpful, and obviously it wasn't appreciated or respected, so no. Very good. Thank you very much. You have signed some documents on your way out of the courtroom. Okay, Harvey. Okay, let me just add to what she said, which is you are insane if you rent a car for somebody else, like a friend, because not only are you responsible for the damage, if the car gets in an accident and you hurt somebody or the, your friend hurts somebody, you could end up being responsible for that as well. It is like playing with fire. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case of the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Baba Tande Samoran. He says he purchased an iPhone 7 Plus from the defendant, and after using it for only a month, the thing locked up on him. The louse promised to fix the phone for him, gave him the runaround for about two weeks, and then the liar blocked his number. Eventually, the guy gave him another phone. That one died in a few weeks, and he wants his money back because the guy's a scammer. He's suing for $850, the amount paid for the bad phone and travel expenses. This is the defendant, Julian Arisi Sabo. He says he buys and sells phones. And after the plaintiff had the phone he sold him for three months, it locked up on him because someone reported it as being stolen. He gave the guy another phone. He went and called the cops on him, which is crazy. And he's done everything he could for this man and owes him nothing. He's accused of selling bad merchandise. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff bought an iPhone 7 from the defendant. It busted within a month, but the defendant says the guy had the phone for three months. It's the case of iPhoney. Thank you, Doug. Babatunde Samoran. Yes, ma'am. You are suing Julian Aristizabal for $850. 450 of it you want returned to you that you paid for a phone. Yes, Which is having some problems. And the rest of it, you for travel to in order to return the phone that was having problems. Tell me what happened. All right, so basically um, around this time last year, I um, I met um, Julian and he told me- he How did you meet him? Online, this thing- Where uh, did, so online you met him, okay. Yeah, there's this thing called um, um, OfferHub. OfferHub. Yeah, so okay. um, he told me, then um, he told me like he has a phone you wanna sell. So I asked him, are you sure this phone, you know, this phone is good. This phone is not a stolen phone. Everything is fine with the phone. He told me, yes. I asked him again, are you sure, please, because- What kind some, of phone was it? That was an iPhone 7X Plus. Okay. So- and why were you suspicious that it might be stolen? Because, because, you know, like normally, I already know some people normally do that. Some okay. people, you know, some people normally try to sell, you know, okay. a stolen so, phone. So how do you get, how does, so you decide to buy the phone? So, and it's four hundred fifty dollars for a brand new phone. No, it's not a brand new phone. Okay. It's used phone. Okay. You know, because so it's four hundred fifty dollars. Yes, and what happens? And then um, he, he he told me the phone is good. Nothing. If anything happens, he told me if anything happens, he's gonna you know he's gonna give me back my money. He's gonna fix. He's, he's what gonna happened resolve. to the phone? So after about two months, you know, the phone just stopped working. I believe the phone was blocked. Wait, what evidence do you have about why the phone stopped working? I mean, I don't have because all this is last year. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any. I'm not mad at you, but you can't get mad at me either. <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. So you use it perfectly for two months and two months later, 
it stops working. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what happens? I called my um, network provider. I called him, and then they told me there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with uh, my service, you know. And so then the next thing what I did was I called him, and after I called him, I told him like the phone is, is, is you know you know the phone is blocked, you know. But I didn't What's know. What's going on? Are you selling stolen goods? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't mean that. Um, so it all started like about a year ago. I sold my phone. I How did you get that phone? Uh, I buy and sell phones. I post ads on like OfferUp. How much Facebook. did you pay for that phone? Uh, it was about like $350. Okay. But, uh, I ended up, we met up at a gas station. I sold them the phone for 450 bucks. All right, so he has a phone and apparently it's working for how many months? About three months. And then it stops working. What does he say, according to you, what does he say when he calls you? Uh, he called me and told me that the phone had been reported like lost or stolen, so. So it was stolen? Uh, they, I checked the IMEI because I asked him, I tried to help him out. Uh, when he sent me back, it, they reported a loss. So someone had reported Somebody it lost? Somebody reported loss. So okay. I tried to help him out, it was like a Friday. Um, I'm like, give me until Monday. I could see everything I could do. And then he called me on Saturday and started harassing me, giving me all calls, and I, I couldn't help him out till Monday. So when it came Monday, um, he was constantly, I had to block him because he kept calling me, calling me, calling me. Okay, but so what happened? Did you return his money? Um, he ended up sending me to court. I went to court. Um, okay, but hold on. There was a, a, another, I thought that he had returned the original phone and uh, got a yeah, different that, phone. that also. Okay, so hold on. When you were telling me that you confirmed that it was stolen, were you talking about the original phone? The original phone. All right, so you end up, um, how do you get the original phone back to him and get a replacement phone? Okay, so um, they told me they're gonna, they, they have another phone, but they're gonna give me another phone. Okay, Just so, so did you get that other phone? Yes, ma'am, I did get that phone, and that phone- And you're suing for 400 extra dollars because you had to travel from Tampa to Orlando to get it? No, 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 no. They gave me, like the phone they gave me, the second time they gave me, they, you know, they gave me another phone. That phone was even so bad, you know, so bad. That phone was, it's not like, I can, that phone is just gonna turn on and turn back off. Turn on, turn back off. Okay, 350 bucks for this iPhone 7. Sound like a stolen phone to you? Definitely. What, is, what should it cost, by the way? What should an iPhone 7 cost? I necessarily don't think it's a stolen phone. Really? I, no, I don't. Because it depends on the situation. You might need money or you could just be selling it for the low. So. You buy it at a gas station. And that's a different situation. <laughs> <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. So they gave you a new phone. How did the, how did the phone get to you? I went, you know, we decided to meet. We decided Where? to meet up. We, in, um, we actually met up uh, because I drive in Mercedes. In Tampa or Orlando? In Tampa. In Tampa. You met in Tampa? Yes, ma'am. All right, and They made then, me drive to Tampa. Where Did you move to Orlando? Yeah, I moved, I used to live Okay, but family. that's your problem. You end up moving, you have to drive to the place where you made the transaction beforehand, that's on you. Why yeah. would he have to pay for that? All right, so, but according to you, you drive back and he gives you another phone, but then the phone that he gives you, that doesn't work either. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, that, that phone only worked How? for one day, you know, after, after So you drive back there. to Orlando and it breaks once you're back in Orlando? Yes, ma'am. You've amended your lawsuit to add $400 for gas back and forth to and from Orlando to Tampa. Do you have proof of that, that it costs $400? Uh, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't have proof, but okay. you know, I don't All have right. proof of that, but I, I know you buy gas, you huh? know, it, it costs to drive from. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And when he told me. But you me, have to prove how much it does. 
Yeah, I can. And also, you have to prove that first trip is on you because you're the guy who moved, and you have to go to Tampa to go get your problem solved. But the second but trip, told me to if come. you said there was a second trip, I'd like to see what was the second trip for. The second trip, okay, he told me to come to Tampa, you know, he's gonna fix my phone. And he gave me an address, you know, to come to Tampa, I'm gonna fix the phone. Then when I came to Tampa, he blocked me. Wouldn't it be better to just buy a new phone? Because mm -hmm. if you're spending $850 that's wanna, that's and then what... another 400 because you went to Tampa twice, <laughs> that's now we're up to $1,200. What yes, would a brand new phone cost? Yes, ma'am, exactly. That's, but the only reason why I'm doing this was because it was being, he was being too smart and it was, and. It was very disrespectful, Did he, you know? He contacted you to let you know that the phone that you replaced um, didn't solve the problem. He came and um, he pretty much gave the phone to a cop and the cop gave it to me for me to like, cause he was like, fix it. And, and did you? We put it to charge and the phone just charged. So, I mean, I'm not sure what he what, wants to. Prove that, um, where's the phone? Show it to me. I have it at home, but. Oh, no, 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 no. See, that's the point. Okay. We're at the point where you've agreed to do certain things and then apparently the cop gives you the phone, you accept yeah, it, mean, you're gonna I, fix it. And according to you, there was nothing wrong with it. You just said um, that you gotta be able to prove that to But me. I mean, that part, I didn't, I didn't he came okay, to Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna order you to refund the 450 original dollars, okay. not the 400 for gas that you can't, you know, back okay. and forth that you um, want me to just pull out of the air. Um, that, and, and all that was only necessary because you moved. But if you have both phones, and you have a chance here um, to he, prove to me yeah, he that the other phone that. was working fine, that you replaced it with. This case would be over if you brought me the fixed yeah. phone and I could just um, hand it to him. He wouldn't, because I didn't want to no, see No, no, but we're here in court now. Okay. No, uh, so you could have brought it to court now, plugged it into the plug, show me, judge, look, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. And I would have said, go home. But you can't keep both phones at home and then expect me not to return the guy's money. $450 verdict um, for the plaintiff. Thank you. Well, the plaintiff's going to get his money back that he paid for the phone. Julian, you understand what just happened? Oh, uh, yeah, I understand. It's because uh, I didn't bring the phone to court. That's yeah, um, stupid. Yeah, yeah that, was, sure. that was my fault. Yeah, really. Okay, so you're going to end up with uh, with that phone, but you got to get a good 450 bucks back. Okay? okay? All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. All right, Mr. Samoran, you're finally going to get your money back. Yes, sir. You, maybe you better stop buying these used phones. I, I have to, you know. I, actually, like, I have another phone now, so, you know, that was... The only reason why I did it was because you know it was very disrespectful, yeah, and it was okay. it was playing with me and keep and I also you know I lost my job because of this you know and really and it was very disrespectful so mean and you know always telling me calling me names and I'm like no I'm I have to you know okay. because I don't want to feel like a loser you know now I feel better because I'm not a loser good for you you know I'm glad you feel better yes, sir. okay Thank congratulations you. alrighty you must sign some documents and. Harvey, what do you think? Okay, this is a tried and true principle in people's court. If you sue for a refund and get it, you have to return the item. Don't text and drive. The People's Court is a Ralph Edwards Stubillet production. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com.